What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 255 of the Geeks Under Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And Shelly Nolan. Hello! This week we're geeking out about Evo, the Snyder Cuts, and video game adaptions. Uh, yeah. Glad to be back. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, you did yeah. an, an interview, though, LJ, right? Yes, so uh, I got my buddy Caleb back on. I initially had him and his wife on one, uh, once when they were still pretty new. <laughs> But they are now um, the Mountain Nerds, and they've been doing some podcasting and streaming. And I had uh, Stephen Watson from the Co-op Trio on. Uh, there's uh, they're a cool bunch of people as well. Um, and so I had them on, and we talked about streaming because they've they've been streaming within like the last eight months and stuff, like right before like COVID hit. And so we're just talking about like community and like you know being a small streamer and just kind of you know, the, some, some of our favorite moments and stuff like that. So it was a really cool conversation. Cool. Um, so I encourage people to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're certainly not going to be able to cover everything that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no way. It's been a little while. Um, so we're just going to pick up um, where we're at, see how it goes. Um, and yeah, let's let's talk about the games we've been playing. I I guess I'll start with my thingy because yeah, do I'm it. excited about it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> That's exciting. I so I didn't play anything. Who would have thought? <laughs> but uh, I will hopefully be playing a lot more soon. Uh, I just dropped some money on a PC. Yeah, I've been a Mac user One for a long time. Us. One of us. <laughs> One of us. Um, You're gonna so... learn to hate Windows too. <laughs> <laughs> I go, man. I wish I had my. I hate I hate Mac Macs back. more. So. um so for those that know these words i'm about to say because the only thing i understand right now is the processor that i bought but i've heard that if i were to buy the parts separately i got a really good deal so that's kind of cool that Um, is good because they almost always constantly their way like you can get a really nice pre-built pc but it's almost always more worth it to like build it yourself but if it's the other way around like dude you're gonna best both worlds yeah i was excited (laughs) of the idea and a little scared of the idea of building my own pc um, it's kind of a nightmare. Cryptocurrency just, has ruined a lot of, like, especially graphics cards and all that. Like, yeah. Right. And then even COVID, COVID made that worse. So, like, like everybody was just saying, like, you might just want to go pre-built, which was cool. Right. Yeah. It's 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 really just hard to. I mean, there's probably lots of listeners out there who like to build on the PCs and like upgrade their own, but um, especially yeah graphics cards it's just impossible to get right now just getting everything you actually want mm-hmm. everything is just jacked up in price and just no availability um, it's like it's like a PS5 but more <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I've upgraded my Mac before mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm a little more comfortable with the idea of upgrading something that's already built yeah than I was uh, building from the ground so, so what are your, so what are your specs um, it's a Legion tower that probably doesn't really matter no <laughs> Um, it is an AMD Ryzen 7 3700X, 16 gigabytes of RAM, Ooh. a NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1660 Super, nice. and then it's got, um, 256 gigabyte SSD, uh, and then a terabyte, um, HDD. Nice. That's, so that, that's, that's pretty standard Mac. as far as like, yeah. as far as hard drive space. 
I don't know if I'm going to do it or not right away. I might just kind of leave it for now. Um, but I think I have a 500 gigabyte SSD in the Mac. Oh, um, nice. That should be compatible with a PC. Yeah. Uh, the hard drives are pretty um, standard. So I'll see if I can switch that out or not. I think that would be cool. But a terabyte is plenty of storage for me um, right now, at least. We'll see right. if that, that changes. Yeah. I'm excited to play some Valheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably um, be the first thing that I pick up. Yeah, so um, kind of related to to your PC topic, I, I ended up mm-hmm. acquiring a Series S randomly. Um, my my initial intentions weren't to really get one, but my Xbox One X has been like dead basically for the past couple months. So I was at work and I saw that the link links for Walmart were going up, and it was about forty minutes later. And so I was like, well, let me try this just for fun. Let's see if it happens. I'm probably not going to get anything. And sure enough, it was in my cart, and I was like, all right, I'm guessing I'm paying for this. And then, uh, so I'm excited to have a Series S, but the the kicker is that later that night, I figured, I'm like, well, let me just try turning my on my One X just to see if it, it, it awakens somehow. It's been mm-hmm. stuck on some kind of bug bugged update, and I could not get it to work for the life of me. And... All of a sudden, it decides it wanted to get through that update and work the night after the night I bought the Series S. So I was like, "Oh, wow. well, that's cool." <laughs> so yeah. I probably wouldn't have got one if I knew it was working. Um, but still, it's exciting. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And now you have a working Xbox One X that you can do because before it was basically garbage. Yeah. Uh, I w- but now you have. You know, I would have put it in the dumpster. And now I'll probably take it into GameStop. So. Right. They're gonna give me yeah, like cool. 175 bucks for that old one, so that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So as far as what I'm playing um, this week, I started playing Kingdoms Kingdoms of Amalur on the Switch, and that just came to the Switch this past week, and it's basically like I, the, my closest comparison is to Fable, um, as far as like an open world action RPG. Um, it was re- actually uh, worked on by Ari Salvatore, who's done the, uh, uh, I, I forget how you pronounce the name, the uh, Drizzt or whatever, the D&D character. Um, okay. uh, and uh, um, Todd McFarlane, who who designed like Spawn and, and stuff. Um, I'm, I wasn't really a big fan of Skyrim on the Switch, it just felt so awkward, but this game feels right at home on the Switch. The remaster, it's a remaster as well, so it kind of shines through even though it is a switch port the lighting and stuff is super cool um it is a it's a very meaty rpg it's kind of like feels mmo-ish kind of like wow like it's you could tell it definitely has roots of where they were originally um trying to do an mmo with it uh this was that this was that game too that uh wrote i think rhode island owned owned part of the studio or something and so that studio closed uh before they could get a sequel going uh, but it is a pretty cool switch port so I recommend checking it out for anybody that wants more meaty games to play on their Switch. Um, and then the other game I haven't played much of, but it was just kind of one that uh, I was nervous about trying because I kind of have a love-hate relationship with JRPGs. The only series <laughs> I actually really... The only series I've kind of really stuck with over the years as far as JRPGs is Persona. Like, I love Persona 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I never finished 5, but... Um, so I was like, I'm going to check out this Yakuza game. I like the Yakuza series. And so far, I'm digging this. It's a turn-based combat when the whole series is like action brawler stuff. Um, and uh, the, the main character is great because uh, he's 
super into like Dragon Quest, so that's like the reason for the JRPG combat. And that that dude is great. And they take the job system in it like very literal. Uh, it, it's it's super cool. I'm not too far into it, cool. but I'm kind of getting to the to the spots where they kind of open it up more. So that's pretty exciting. So that's what I've been playing. Sweet. What about you, Shelley? Uh, I haven't really been playing anything new. Um, still playing some Minecraft. Still playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. I've um, been playing a lot of Beat Saber recently, um, and I'm I'm getting to the point finally now where I'm playing some. I'm able to get through some extra plus songs, but definitely ease on the easier side. Like there's <laughs> some really insane extra plus level songs out there, but some of the ones I've been playing are definitely not that level, but still really hard and still really satisfying to beat. So um, I don't know. That game is just so fun. I know. Uh, OST 4 came out recently, but I haven't played it because I only play custom songs. Yeah, you're all modded out, and everybody else is excited <laughs> about the new everyone, song pack. Everyone else, I'm glad though, like, yeah, like Joe and Muse and stuff, like, they're all, <laughs> they're all super into that, which is really awesome, yeah. um, but because I'm, I'm all plugged in, I got all my free You went above and beyond songs, there, that's super cool. <laughs> I just, I don't know, that's just, that's why I got the game. Right. It wasn't necessarily, um just for Beat Saber in itself. It was Beat Saber 2 songs I want to play, so that's why I got it. <laughs> right. So, yeah. But it's still super fun. Cool. Um, again, if you have a VR headset or are considering VR, um, you just have to get this game. It's a lot. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. So. Nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. cool. We'll get into the gaming news then. Yeah. All right. I'll just go for it. So, f- first piece of news is pretty big, more because of the implications, um, but mm-hmm. uh, a few days ago it leaked that Xbox was going to be rebranding Xbox Live, and basically The Verge has confirmed it by speaking with a Microsoft sp- uh, spokesperson, and it is being changed to Xbox Network, which is also, like, I just thought of this, I'm like, well, it's the- there's also a PlayStation Network. So that's original. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, <nah>, but um, <laughs> so the and the PlayStation Network that is, I mean, it's not. What is PlayStation Network? It's basically it's Sony's online service. service. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, okay. they they call it with PS Plus. Oh yeah, PS uh, Plus. Yeah. So. What? Right. So this is uh, basically in, instead of having their Xbox services labeled Xbox Live, um, mm-hmm. they're they're going with Xbox Network because now you have. Console, PC, and mobile apparently is the reason why. Uh, it doesn't look like Xbox Live Gold is going anywhere anytime soon. As far as like people thought, they were just going to end up getting rid of that and going with Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. The the part of the change is that now free to play games are no longer going to be like you're you're not going to need the service to play free to play stuff like Fortnite, Apex, and stuff like that uh like even halo infinite is gonna have free-to-play multiplayer so uh you won't even need to pay a a monthly fee for that um that's crazy when you think about it yeah so the idea is that uh i mean they're still gonna have xbox live gold but it Mm -hmm. seems like they're gonna be doing more with this so xbox live gold could be also rebranded uh, this mm-hmm. news is pretty fresh, but I think it's cool. I mean, the nostalgia... It makes me wonder what they want Xbox Live for. Or if they have... Any, I mean, they might not have any plans, right. completely, um, you know, assuming. Yeah. But part of me is like, Xbox Live could be Twitch streaming or... 
Um, it could be a show. Like, they could take Xbox Live in a couple years and say, this is Xbox Live. Yeah. Now, I, and it'd be something totally different. I think they're just... I think they're just moving on, which... Uh, that name has so much nostalgia, though. Like, it's been Xbox Live since day one. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's cool that they're growing and they're rebranding, I think. I, I think it's a, it's a it's a huge step for whatever they're going to do in the future. So, that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then, uh, second piece of news is... Uh, we don't have too much details on it, but Niantic is developing a Pikmin game. Uh, and like cool. a mobile AR Pikmin game. People are pretty hyped about that. Depending on what it is, I might be pretty hyped yeah. too. But so I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I want to know, know what, like, I want to know what you're even gonna do in the game. Uh, no, is info. my thing. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Like, are you gonna be collecting Pikmin? Are you gonna? Are there? Are there gonna be like landmarks and things where you have to go and like? I don't know. I'm not really. Or or will it just be something really simple like? You could just like move your camera around and see and a little Pikmin. You know? Yeah. Like I think. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think that would be cool. Um, I I haven't played enough Pikmin to, to like say how they could adapt the mechanics or whatever, but it would be neat mm-hmm. to like, you know, if if there was a particular thing you had to do, maybe to tap on the screen somewhere, where your AR camera is, mm-hmm. and like they maybe they would go to that point where you tap on your camera or something. I don't know. It'd be. Yeah. It, it's kind of neat. Um, but I figured that. Uh, People who enjoy really uh, really enjoy Pokemon Go would would want to know about this, and it's nice to see Pikmin getting some more love as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good. Maybe Pikmin Four will someday come out. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is Pikmin Four. Oh no. This Niantic <laughs> game. <laughs> no. Um, oh, that'd be tragic. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, you can register, I guess, for like a beta or something on. Uh, uh, on this link that I'm going to have in the show notes. Uh, they haven't said much about it at all, but uh, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Cool. Yeah. And then the third piece of news is the biggest, probably one of the, it's definitely the older piece of news on the list, on this list, but I think Shelly and I are both affected by this and really into this greatly. But uh, Evo, the uh, very popular fighting game tournament, is now owned by Sony PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the um, the, the speculation or what people were freaking out about was Smash, right? Like people were like, "Oh, does this mean Smash isn't going to be in it anymore?" Right. Which I mean, Nintendo technically put out a statement saying that they're going to be considering it, yeah. sort of like weighing their options and stuff. But basically, the, the the Smash community sort of sees it as, you know, the initial thought was, "Oh my gosh, PlayStation owns it now. Does that mean they're going to kick out?" Mm. You know, Nintendo, are they going to kick out for, like, anything that's not first thir- uh, first party? But that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. They already paid, said a statement, like, we're still going to have third party. It's still going to be fine. We're, yeah. We want to not really change that much They were holding it. on to a lot of the team, right? What? Like, the heads from Evo? The what? Oh, well, what? No, no. It sounded like they were holding on to kind of the, the higher-ups. Oh, well, so what happened is that people were thinking, like, it, the more, it was more the idea that Evo needed saving because of a lot of the stuff that came out about mm-hmm. uh, one of the lead people at that company. So yeah, okay. that's the idea, is that they swooped in and saved it, is, is what happened. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, so, so the concern no longer is about, you know, right. Sony or PlayStation, uh... It's about Nintendo. Whether Nintendo does be trash. not like to play nice with PlayStation or Xbox. They, they're just like, oh, we're 
we're separating ourselves from them. Like yeah. they, they, they just love to be like separate, which is so stupid to me. Because if they could just collaborate with them, yeah, like everyone would be happy and they would make mm-hmm. more money, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but so now it's sort of like okay, Smash could be an Evo, yeah, or Nintendo is gonna pull Smash out and make their own tournament make it items on final smash on meters you know that sort of thing like that's that's what people have been talking about is like (laughs) oh are they gonna like just just keep like and they have done their own tournaments in the past but they're never really that serious um so the question is still inconclusive or the the answer to the question is still inconclusive we're not really sure Mm. what's gonna happen with smash and evo i guess we just have to wait and see I'm, i'm hoping nintendo will keep them in there but it really is on Nintendo unless on PlayStation at this point. Yeah. Um, so like from from what I know and at least the stuff I'm t- I'm into re- in regards to Evo is like. Yeah. Um, so what basically most of the consoles and and things that they would have in the actual live events were everything was played on PlayStation. Everybody plugged their fight sticks into a PlayStation and you know and and went to town. Uh, the only game that's not even like really popular anymore is killer instinct that was the only xbox game um potentially yeah like you can still play like dragon ball fighters on on you can on an xbox but playstation was always the main platform they always went with so there's even uh there are games that have not made it to xbox like street fighter 5 is still not on xbox um the new guilty gear is not going to be on xbox grand blue fantasy versus was not on xbox um, Undernight was not on Xbox, so it's it's become a definitely a PlayStation uh, centric like platform situation. Um, so lastly, they've also announced the signups are live, I believe, for Evo because it is going to be an online event. And sadly, because of Smash's trash netcode, um, it is not something yep. you can sign up for <laughs> on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it makes me uh, want. It makes me think about whether I should. I'm not very good at Tekken, but it makes me wonder if I should at least like sign up and and fight. I th- Do it. I think it'd be, Let's go. I think it'd be fun. I got the arcade stick now, so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might be fun to just try at least. So yeah, that that's the gaming news. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we get into movies then. Uh, one really big movie came out recently. Um, big emphasis we... on the big emphasis on just how freaking long it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so a long. very long movie. Yeah. Uh, LJ and I both watched, and that is the Snyder Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's like a ton that needs to be said about it. Um, I'm. But it. I'll say definitely beautiful. Yeah. So so I'll say that I was very skeptical because there were things that I would see and go. Oh, that looks cool. But then other things I would hear about that would have me very nervous about it. But I came out of it going, okay, yeah, that was worth it. That was completely worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I had pretty... I, I felt like it was being overhyped. Yes, was my big yes, that's where I was at, too. And I was like, There's, it's going to be good. I, I had it in me that it was going to be good, but I just didn't know how good. Yeah. Um, I had heard that the CGI was pretty bad. Uh, towards the end, which I didn't really notice it at the end, I noticed it um, in kind of the middle. I don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first times that you see Steppenwolf, he looks great, um, but the stuff around him just didn't look yeah awesome. Yeah, um, th- they had a way of making you care about characters that didn't even matter in Whedon's cut. Uh, yeah. Steppenwolf was a really cool villain, 
uh, which is the complete opposite of the original, or of the, <laughs> I don't want to say original because this is the original, uh, the, theat- the theatrical cut. Um, yeah. Super cool. So what'd you think about Although, that four by three? Oh, go ahead. He kind of looked like he was about to cry sometimes. And I think that was just like yeah. the CGI at work that I was like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. Like, like, I don't think it was intentional. Right. He just had these like puppy dog eyes every once in a while. <laughs> Um, but very interesting, mm. um, which that kind of goes into the four hour movie. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily because we didn't, you know, cut out a bunch. Of, I think he just didn't have the time to develop those characters the way that Snyder had four hours to, to work with every character and yeah. really give you a backstory like, for each one. I, it makes me wonder whether he even had to reshoot this stuff. Like, and that's where it gets sketchy. Cause that's where people blame Warner brothers for a lot of it. Um, but yeah. like even even Snyder said like there was some stuff that he probably should have cut out like so I mean I just think yeah. it's it's crazy that like they, he could have just done some cutting instead of butchering. What it. I don't understand is why we didn't nerfed Batman so much because Batman is cool in this. Yeah, so he turned he tried to turn him into like a Tony Stark like leader type in in that theatrical version. And that was not Batman yeah. at all. Like, he tried to turn Batman into, like, a father figure. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like, I know you did Avengers. This, he's like not Tony Stark. Idea. Yeah, um, I... Like, Batman, he fights a lot more, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone fights a lot more. Yeah. Um, but the, the action sequences, in general, are awesome. Yeah, like, Batman's are. are. And I was like, you had that footage? What were you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You asked about the 4x3. Yeah. I was not a fan of it. Uh... And for I, I started to forget that it was there because we, we watched it in the dark and that helped a lot. Yeah. Um, it was definitely distracting a couple times. Um, I also don't understand. Like, I get it. They're like, oh, you, you see more footage in the 4x3. And I'm like, no, because my TV is this big. <laughs> so if you would have zoomed the camera out and then done it in a 16 <laughs> well, by 9, the, I would have had more footage. The only reason I uh, I can think that why, of why the 4x3 is helpful recently learning about composition uh through gametography um so the original idea was that he wanted it to do it that way for imax he didn't want to like just right. cut off the edges which i'm like okay that's cool but i uh, something i learned in um for composition in photographs i mean it's probably different in film but uh so that the idea is that you want your shot or your subject of your shot to not be in the dead center uh you want it like lined up with the the guiding lines and stuff because if you do okay. it in the center, there's so much dead space. Or, like, depending on where you put it, there's, like, a lot of dead space around your subject. So what I liked about the 4x3 is that it put much greater focus on the subjects of what we were watching. So there wasn't, like, a bunch of dead space in terms of, like, landscapes and such. Like, what you're watching is these characters. And so I, I that's that was me geeking out all the way about all that stuff right now. But... Uh, I think it's neat, like, knowing that now. Like, before all that, I wouldn't right. have understood it at all, but pretty much <laughs> you're putting those characters in the forefront of what's going on, so I like that. Right. Yeah, that was my thought. It was, like, it was distracting, mm-hmm. but I understand if you wanted to do IMAX, then yeah. he would have needed to, because that's just what an IMAX screen is. Mm-hmm. That was as far as my comprehension went, and I was like, I guess I get that. I really would have loved if they would have done... The original idea for that Snyder brought to Warner Bros., they said absolutely not, was that he was going to release it in two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I've read, yeah. uh, this could be Grain of Salts. It's been a while since I actually read this. Um, but he's going to do it in two movies, and they're going to be a month apart. 
Uh, and it would have been like one of the first movies to do that. And I think that would have been really cool. And you could have gotten everything that we got within uh, this movie. You know, in, in two two-hour movies would have made a lot more sense. Uh, I think that would have been fun. I definitely would have gone to theaters yeah. for both parts. Um, yeah, what I was going to say real quick and then we can move on is that uh, I saw something. There was a piece that apparently they're actually going to release Mortal Kombat in a 4x3 version as well now. <laughs> so I'm like... Okay. It starts. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Because oh. like, now, now there's all these independent filmmakers that are going to be like, oh yeah, we're going four, we're going four three ratio, now. And so I was like, oh for gosh. them to just do that with Mortal Kombat right away, I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, like, at least it's not a one by one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Perfect square. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. I hate that. It, it cool. kind of felt like a one-by-one one when you're watching it. It worked for that in particular, but I don't think it's going to be work with everything. Like, Also, I know a lot of people were annoyed with Wonder Woman's theme song, but I loved it every single time. Apparently, a lot of people actually still enjoyed it again, from what I heard. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people were like, it was super distracting, and I was like, but it was good. Yeah, that's how you know when it's her. She's, you know. Also... This movie makes me dislike Wonder Woman 84 a lot more than I did. Well, that's I, I've also uh, heard that it redeems Wonder Woman a lot as a character. Like everything that 84 yeah. did, it redeems it redeems her. Mm-hmm. Like she's way cooler in this oh, yeah. than she was in 84. Yeah, totally. Uh that scene that they, they introduce her with, I was just like, "Whoa." I, uh, I really cool. want We can move on. Yeah, I really want parts 2 and 3 now though, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> the other movie, I guess, I thought Shelly had watched it too, um, but not. We we also watched Raya. Yeah. I did not watch that movie. No? I thought you had nope. for some reason. No. Um, well, Dumbledore dies at the end. What? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll try to stay away from spoilers. Um, I'll be a little bit quicker on this. Yeah. I thought that movie was... I'll just give my quick piece, and then LJ, you can give your quick piece. And we'll yeah, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that was absolutely gorgeous. It, it the animation is so pretty. Um, yes, and, and I, th- I really liked the yeah. dragon. What was the dragon's name? Oh, Isu? I don't even Sisu? Isu, I think, or something, or Sisu. Isu. Um, loved that character, but the main character Rhea, um, super unforgettable, or super forgettable. Um, her like character traits were, I'm a cool ninja, and I don't trust anyone. Yeah. and her like. She was necessary to the story, uh, but it was weird for the main character to be so like, just meh, just I'm cool and that's my yeah, that's my trait. Um, but her sporting characters were a lot of fun, so um, love it. If you need a, a good kids movie to to watch, I definitely suggest it. Um, I don't know, it's fun. It's fun and it was pretty. That's my that's my sense. Yeah. What did you think? Of um, that? so I, I'll go with you on that because the more I chew on it, like it, honestly, like visually, like. And like plot wise and support character wise, it's it, it's honestly to me it, it matches up with Moana. Like I I enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed Mo, enjoyed Moana, but I realized Raya is the biggest problem in that movie because she serves the plot. But uh, I'm not gonna say what moment it is, but there was this moment that happens in the movie, and of course it has to drive the whole the rest of the entire plot. But it could have easily like that situation that she puts 
everybody in could easily not have happened if she didn't do the dumb thing she did and then yeah like later on like she's just this character that's just so stuck on this attitude that doesn't make sense at all um and yeah she to me like yeah she kind of hurts the movie more than anything um Mm -hmm. but like overall yeah the main character is not the shining because she because she like just in the trailer yeah. she's the character and person and and like thing i'm most interested in i see the dragon in the trailers mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm not interested in this movie i was not initially either but... it seems terrible to me yeah but seeing raya yeah. as a character she has a violet sword i'm like bro that's so cool she can fight she just does fight yeah she just like I don't know. She was sort of the main reason I would be willing to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And from hearing from both you guys and from other like reviewers and stuff, hearing that she's mm-hmm. just really bland and that like they tell you how she's supposed to be instead of just like showing you necessarily. Yeah. And that just is upsetting to me. And like it the movie also gives you mixed signals on what the moral of the story is because um the whole thing centers around trust. Which um, I also have issues with. That'll develop uh, through watching. Like you, you get that kind of yeah, um, yeah. watching it. And so um, the movie half the time is like, see, you shouldn't trust anyone. And the other times it's like, we need to trust people. And I'm like, yes. oh, oh, I hate that. Not sure what the, I, the well, movie wants you to think. Yeah, <laughs> I, and see, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to write a Bible study based on this too. I say trying because mm-hmm. I, I don't like to me. It's a very worldly message in that oh you should have have faith and you should have more faith and trust in people but the believer in me goes no whether they're your closest friends or relatives they're still going to let you down no matter what so like my message with that once i want my message to be like put trust in god and put your all your faith and trust in god because people are trash um in, in in the best sense i can in, in the best sense no, i can absolutely. put that um absolutely yeah listen to the dragon yes <laughs> yeah oh man uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't i don't know it's a weird move. we can move on yeah to, um i, I talk, oh what else did you watch i was gonna say the the visuals i think reading that movie um, oh yes yeah. yeah go for it Shelly I was just gonna say yeah. how that you guys talk about that reminds me how um, I watched Frozen 2 again oh nice last night Ooh. Um, I watched with a friend who had never seen it before and I know a lot of people didn't like Frozen 2 I still need I'm to watch it I'm not really sure why personally and maybe it's just because I don't love the first one mm-hmm. but I found it as enjoyable as good potentially better than the first one but the youth pastor at Life Church, I can't. His name's escaping me right now. Uh, completely dogged on Frozen Two during a sermon, <laughs> just straight that's, tore it apart so the other funny. day. <laughs> like I totally respect that people don't like the movie, but I think I don't know. Basically, I I was reminded of that. I wasn't this ever gonna talk about Frozen Two and rewatching it, um, but I was reminded when you guys were talking about that movie because it's the same people who you know make this made these movies. Uh, it's the same company. I mean, it's all Disney, obviously, but it's Disney Animation mm-hmm. is literally the same studio that, that created this movie. Yeah. Um, but what I really appreciate about Frozen 2 is, you know, they do go for a lot of different messages, but honestly, they're, like, really important messages that I think are, like, really, really good. Because yeah. um, they touch on, like what it means to, I guess, like, accept yourself, um, which is something they sort of 
kind of touched on in the first movie, but mm-hmm. not in a very, like, good way, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and, but in the second movie, they're just like, no, like, what does it mean to actually, like, what does that look like, kind of? Mm. And they touch on grief. Like, that is a huge thing. And it's like, how do you overcome that? And mm. how does it feel? Um, and change. And how, like, when you're growing up, things change. And how do you deal with things changing? And I think they're all really cool like themes and stuff so um that i think are really can be really like biblical if you want to make them biblical you know what i mean yeah um mm-hmm. but i don't know so it just makes me sad that ryan the last dragon doesn't have a very good like moral it really doesn't <laughs> like I, I it misses the mark like i'm like i get it it means well but nah like as far as our faith and beliefs i feel, I feel like it misses the mark yeah, yeah. totally um, but anyway, I watched some other movies. Yeah, I watched a weird spread of movie the last spread of movies the last couple of weeks while we weren't recording because I watched Frozen Two last night, <laughs> uh, which is you know a decent movie. Yeah. Um, I also watched some less than decent movies. Go on. <laughs> I watched I watched Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, which is, a- was literally just. <laughs> I, that movie's nostalgic. I really want to watch that movie. No, again, that's actually. why we watched. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's not a good movie. We it. don't watch it for it to be a good movie. You watch it because you're like, oh, I want to watch Jimmy Neutron. Let's watch the <laughs> Jimmy Neutron movie. Um, yeah, it, it also took me back a lot. There was a lot of things I didn't remember, and then there's stuff I didn't remember, and like all the memes of like, like it's Ultra Lord. It's like she. This is the lo- seventh oh. week in a row. You brought Ultra Lord to show and tell, and oh my gosh, yeah, that- like <laughs> so. A small note on this movie. When I was a kid, because uh-huh. I was a kid when this movie came out, um, they gave instructions on Nickelodeon.com on how to make the dog. Oh, wow. Goddard? Uh, yeah. Dude, like, I love cardboard. Goddard. I've always and so wanted I printed my own Goddard. It out, and it was, like, legit materials, like, get this kind of metal and, oh. like, all these things. Wow. And then it said something silly like uranium. <laughs> yeah. And so... I brought the list to my friend's dad because he built things. And I was like, hey, I need you to make this dog for me. Please. It's really important. <laughs> and he was like, "You, we, we can't get you uranium, dude. And I'm like, what if we had more money? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was so like, funny. I don't think Nickelodeon would lie to me. <laughs> they all seem well. like the type of folks that would lie to a child. Um. Yeah, dude, it's it's a. That's like saying it's Epic doesn't want people to spend money on V Bucks. <laughs> but but here's the thing, Jimmy Neutron still has a better message than Raya. It's all about <laughs> if you're a kid and you're you're annoyed with your parents and you're, all the rules that your parents put on you and you're like wish that your parents are gone. What are the actual consequences of that? And like you know. Showing that, like, no, you love your parents, your parents love you, and you you don't want that to happen. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Just, it's just a fun movie. It's just a fun yeah, totally. time. Uh, it's not a good movie. I want to watch it now. I loved the Fairly Odd Parents crossovers. Oh, yes, oh, yes. yeah. The Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. I think that's also yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> if it oh, is, yeah. I need to watch that. I, I don't, don't great. quote me, but I, it might be. It might be that's on cool. Netflix. You should check it out, because I probably won't. Um, <laughs> The other movie I watched was uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, um, because a, yes. a lot of us wanted to one. wait until we... Ah, uh, it's not good. It was fun, <laughs> but 
but it's not a good movie by any means. I don't remember. It's it. literally fan service. That's all it is. They're like, <laughs> we're gonna throw all of your favorite characters from this game into one thing together. We're gonna do a big fight. We're gonna make some really cool, like these villains from from the original game that were really like intimidating mm-hmm. and like you had to fight them and it was like scary to fight them. We're gonna make them comedy relief. Um, we're gonna make him really important comedy relief for some reason, but like, we're gonna take all the threat from them and then we're gonna make the villain come back, but there's clones of him now. Also, children are important for like two seconds and that's about it. Um, (laughs) but really it's, again, it's literally fan service, which I guess is what I I, I had expected. So it was, it was better than I expected. It was Mm -hmm. better than I expected. I'll give it that, but it wasn't a good movie. Um, but if you, I don't know, I enjoyed it enough. It was fun to see everyone fight together. It's cool how, you know, this came out, uh, you know, after the original Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. VII, right? Like, but it's, it was cool that, you know, as someone who has only played the remake and not the original game, that, um, they did use so many, um, like models from that movie and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I thought that was really cool. Because it's like it almost obviously wasn't as pretty as the game because it's it's a little aged at this point. Yeah, that's but crazy still, how it looks close though. It still looks mm-hmm. really close. Like all these characters, I a hundred percent recognize. Mm-hmm. And I would um, love for them to remake that the movie once everything. I would is watch over. a remake. I would watch like yeah. literally if it was the same thing, but just like a little bit nicer with the new CGI. Yeah, new CGI. I would watch it. Just I wouldn't want to pay for it, but I would watch yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, add no, on it, with the last game. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I think we just watched on um, the PlayStation Store or something. Uh, I think it's just on there. But uh, I noticed they yeah, don't have the dub expected. anywhere. Yeah, we just watched sub, which was fine. Um, hmm. But yeah, it really is just pure, unadulterated, ridiculous fan service. They get freaking um, oh no, what's his name? The big dragon from Final Fantasy. The big dragon. Leviathan? Like that they fight. Bahamut? No. Mah- yeah, Bahamut. They just summon Bahamut. They're like, yeah, we're just gonna fight mm-hmm. this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And <laughs> anyway, it's bonkers. It's a bonkers movie. But if yeah. you like, if you played Final Fantasy Remake like me, um, yeah, check it out. It definitely is weird. That was my but, exposure like, Yuf- to like Yuffie's in it, which is cool because she, you know, she's gonna be integrated. So, like, that's already, like, some sort of connection. Um, there's other characters who uh, I haven't met yet and don't know, but I've heard they're cool and they look cool. And so I'm kind of getting introduced to them for, like, whenever the next part comes out. Maybe we'll meet them and it'll be really cool. So it was worth it. For sure. It was definitely worth it, the experience. Um, and it was really cool seeing the the shots. Like, because I knew when they put him in Smash, Sephiroth, I mean, they put Sephiroth in Smash mm-hmm. in, like, that intro cutscene that um that they had him do and also like his victory screens like i heard those were just like shot for shots cuts from avon children but now like actually watching it that was very cool <laughs> um being like oh wait a second he's doing the thing and oh he's walking <laughs> in the fire like oh he's doing like that's those are three things you know like sakurai clearly loves this movie because he did that for a reason so mm-hmm. anyway those are the movies i watched not cool. nice not the pinnacle of cinema but uh I at least enjoyed them. That's quite a swath, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, 
looking into the news then we were talking a little bit about snyder cut mm-hmm. for sure What's the future Let's look keep like talking about uh dc so according to Warner bros um the dcu is going to be quote more connected unquote which mm-hmm. is very pretty vague i i mean they're they're sure to talk about how they're going to have more like over and more subtle sort of crossovers between all their um like movie in their franchise i guess which obviously is sort of taking one from marvel marvel mm-hmm. is very much like we're gonna keep everything really connected but in a way that you can still watch in the individual movies and like still kind of get it yeah um mm-hmm. and still have a good time um you may just ask a question or two that someone in the room could probably answer you'd be like oh okay this makes sense now um so i guess i don't know how to feel about it just because i'm not invested in dcu at all um but potentially it could be good, but potentially it could also be bad simply because, I mean, of course a lot of people are watching the Snyder Cut right now. Mm. Yeah, and we're not getting more, and I'm so sad. See, that's what I mean. It's like, the original Justice League was still bad. Yeah. And mm. just because the Snyder, the Snyder Cut is being pretty successful, it had to go through so much hype and so much process to get to a point where it is now. Mm. And the fact that it's a four-hour movie, like, it's kind of a meme, right? Like, it, it was obviously, you know, you guys w- liked it, which is great, mm-hmm. but yeah. in this, it's still a meme, you know? Like, that's why so many people watched it. So, I just find it hard to believe that DCU movies are gonna get really good just, you know, soon. To, yeah. to the point where you're gonna want to watch all the movies to, for them to be connected, you know? I feel like they've gotten um, better, but still not great. Well, Wonder yeah. Woman eighty four. Oh well, yeah, that was a exactly. Yeah. Like Wonder Woman's yeah. great. Like again, I will go back and watch Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder Woman, I but I will never watch nineteen nineteen eighty four. I think the Flashpoint movie, or whatever you want to call it, the Flash movie, yeah, mm-hmm. um, is going to be a very big deciding factor on how things kind of go. Yeah, and I think fair. that'll show us what's what um, as far as canon and what's you know outside mm-hmm. of canon, um, and whether or not that movie's good. I think will be a big indicator. If everything else is going to be good or not. I think you're totally right there. Yeah. Um, I guess that's definitely a a point in the metaverse that they need to look out for. Man, uh, that that does suck yeah. that Wonder Woman 84 wasn't good because, like, there was, like, stuff I liked about that movie that it was trying to do, like, with, you know, with the stone and everything because that stone is present in so much stuff. But then, like, I think of, like, Birds of Prey and stuff like Shazam that was actually, like, decent, you know? Like, I'm just like... Yeah. And, oh, man, I just... I don't know what they could I'm do. I'm excited for the next Suicide Squad, but that's because James Gunn is right. literally just making... <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to do what he does. Yeah. I think it'll be great. I, it's... I really wish we could get more Snyder Cut as well, or more of what his mm-hmm. version was, because that had very Injustice-style like like implications. Because like, oh, yeah. even back when like they had that scene in Batman vs. Superman, when Superman rolled up like with those soldiers, I was like... I want this, whatever it is, you know? And then we got to see more of that, and I was like, dang. I... That would have been the third Justice League movie, that Nightmare yeah. stuff. They call it Nightmare yeah. World or whatever. Yeah, because they totally could have done the thing, you know, like that game, or that series now has two universes. And because of the mm-hmm. movie, this because of some stuff that happens in the movie now, they're setting that up. It almost seems like they're setting that Nightmare stuff up as a separate universe. So it's like... Yeah. I really would love for them to just let Zack Snyder do that and say, hey, this is a separate thing. doesn't have to be our main thing. But, yeah, I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still nervous where, uh, where uh, Warner Brothers can take this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I guess if you're a big DCU fan, congrats, because mm-hmm. not many others are. 
Um, <laughs> but this could be good news yeah. for you. Could I have be good hope. news if you're going to watch them anyway. Not a lot of hope, but there's to... hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want things to go well. I want things to turn around for them, but mm. I just... I'm cynic. Um, also, our, our next news. We only have got two movie news today, but um, we're officially getting our Resident Evil reboot. It's going to be called Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, and I, as far as I'm aware, it's going to kind of go back to its original roots with like the original mm-hmm. games and like the, the plots from them. So mm-hmm. that's uh, pretty cool, I think. I think it's a good yeah, thing definitely. because like the Resident Evil movies that are out now are just kind of. Bad. I don't know. Bad. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, bad. I, I talked about I think about that's Monster just the best word. That's the best word to describe them as bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> It would be really cool, and I say this every single time there's a new video game uh, to movie sort of, like, announcement on this podcast, but it'd be really cool if it did really well and sort of create a turn for the industry mm-hmm. of, of, like, video game to movies. Um, I believe Resident Evil is one they really have a lot of potential with. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of opportunity with because it's, a, it's horror, but it's like, you know, people have probably played resident evil once in their lives and are like wait a second is this like related and i don't know i think it could be really good depending yeah so i'm hoping for mortal kombat to be good yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's still a thing too um and from what i could gather uh from this article it sounds like they may even like release it in like the fall or something i think their filming is already like wrapped up yeah so it's gonna be a come cool out. halloween release yep. yeah it's gonna come out fairly soon like we're probably gonna see a trailer soon um which is pretty exciting mm-hmm. but uh yeah definitely yeah if you're a resident evil fan hopefully this is something that's exciting for you um it, it's one of those things where playing a horror game is a different experience than watching a horror movie, I think. I avoid both mm-hmm. because I just don't like horror horror. Like, I don't like being scared all the time. Um, but, I don't know. I guess it's just a good study of, like, how is playing Resident Evil versus watching Resident Evil? Yeah. Is it going to be with the same audience? Is it is going to be a different audience? Um, are people who have never heard of the series going to be, you know, a fan of it? That sort of thing. I'm just, I'm very curious to see how it'll turn out. So... That's what we got for our movie news. All right, we'll get into TV news then. Uh, LJ, let's start with your Superman and Lois, and then we'll get into me and Shelly can talk about Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Captain Falcon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I did watch that too. I just never list it. (laughs) I I never list it because we all watch it anyway. Um, We all watch it, yeah. Yes. So I haven't got to watch more. I think I loosely mentioned last week. Um, whenever we were doing some geeking out about about this i haven't gotten to watch more but i wanted to talk about it with uh you guys because like um superman is not an uh, an interesting character to a lot of people but this show is interesting because it's a cw show but it feels way more high budget and it's late into his life so basically like he goes over like the footnotes of of his life at the beginning of like the pilot so he basically says like about when he came to earth about when he met his parents about when he yeah. met lois when he married All lois and mm-hmm. uh even about his kids because he's got he's got kids so it's like Aww. it's super late into and they're like teenagers already at the point that this show starts um Dang. All but right. it's super cool uh it 
it seems like it's going to be a good show. I think there are only like four episodes in. But uh, yeah, it, it's going to be good. I think. That's very cool. Yeah. It's a really cool concept. Reminds me of, um, well, I guess it's not quite the same as uh, Logan. Right. But it reminds me of Logan. Right. Um, Makes me think about Logan. Yeah. Yeah. So um, being set late into his life and as like a, as like a family man and trying to, trying to deal with like raising a family and taking care of a family, but also. It's like the Incredibles. Yes. But. Actually, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um. But I, I, I like... Probably less jazz. I like this approach. And uh, the higher budget looking... Like, it, it feels like it should be a movie almost. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, but I, I really... Uh, Is he still the Boy Scout that he was in Supergirl? Because I loved that. Um, I haven't watched I haven't watched enough to really say. Okay. Um, I haven't watched Supergirl at all to even get to know this Superman. I think it might be a different like universe or a different Earth uh, than even that oh, one. Oh, wow. Okay. But uh, I, I like this approach because it's almost there. It's inspired by the, like that Lois and Clark kind of thing. Like it's getting more into their relationship. Like uh, the sons are very are very different people too. <clears throat> and uh, it, it's I think it's gonna be cool. There's there are already like four or five episodes in, and I'm gonna watch the rest at some point. So it, cool. it's pretty neat. All right, Please. we can get into um, the. L- Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I always want to call it something different. <laughs> yeah, I always want to call it Captain WandaVision. Falcon. Captain Falcon. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I'll call it the Winter Soldier a lot. Yeah. And then I'm like, but it's it's more about Falcon. Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> but the Captain America Winter Soldier is so easy to... Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. Um, I, it's definitely less um, crazy so far than... It's less, like, psychological thriller. Yeah, definitely feels like a Marvel mm-hmm. uh, piece of content. I feel more at home. Totally, yep. Feels very comfortable. Um, uh, I've liked it so far. It's a little slow. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about it? I, I'm i really liking it. It's, um, all my friends have actually read the comics that mm. uh, this is sort of like related to, and they're all really okay, cool. hoping it kind of goes that way, um, mm-hmm. as it did in the comics, and that doesn't stray too far away from it. Um, I think it's really cool how, and this was a thing in WandaVision, um, it's just cool that, like, this really is gonna be how these TV, uh, how these shows are, just not so plot-related, probably, but just really a study in character development. Yep. Yes. And I think that's so cool, because these are characters who, like, again, like, Wanda and Vision, like, I didn't really care about them that much. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, after WandaVision, I care about them a whole lot. It's like, that's just to say, like, I already care about Bucky. I already love Bucky. I wanted more <laughs> Bucky all the time. And Sam's great, too. And, he, mm-hmm. and it's like, this show is going to make me love both of them. I already know. Like, yeah. We would have never known about the whole boat thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, like so it's so cool deep. to, like see um because for so many different you know really bigger characters you get to see where they come from and their family life and that sort of thing before they become a superhero or like while they're doing superhero stuff and that sort of thing but Mm -hmm. like sam Mm -hmm. is just like oh it's just sam it's the falcon he never really got that much like limelight so it's really cool for him to like interact with his family and interact where he comes from and like go back to it mm-hmm. after the blip because he you know got blipped yeah <laughs> and trying to deal with that and like i think it's really cool how they're weaving together both social commentary that's very applicable to um 
America today, Mm -hmm. but also Mm -hmm. considering like there are still consequences, there are still things that they need to account for the blip. And how does that play into um, life for these people today? I think it's really cool how they're able to combine the two. So it's still like applicable to like us viewers um, and relatable, I guess, but also be like, oh yeah, this is... That's something they have to think of. I wouldn't have thought about, like, how that mm-hmm. would happen. Like, even in WandaVision, um, like, that hospital scene in the, like, what, third, fourth episode? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Just seeing everyone come back and you're just like, oh, of course that's what would happen. But you don't think about that. And I think it's really cool because I-, I guess the most we've seen from the blip um, besides these shows is, uh, was Spider-Man. And that's a very, that was very comedic movie and it did it in a very comedic way and mm-hmm. you're just like oh haha they're all back now but it's like no like there's <laughs> real consequences to these things it's like they yeah. have to account for this stuff so I, I think that's really cool um i love love the stuff they're doing with bucky um yeah i love it very very much and obviously i i think there's they're already leading to an interesting sam sort of plot line and i don't really know how they're gonna come together um but obviously they will because it's falcon winter soldier like that's the name of the show they're gonna work together um i'm, I'm really big hype about it though because yeah I'm like excited. you were saying it feels like classic marvel and i really mm-hmm. like that yep. like obviously i love all these marvel movies and i like that they're branching out sort of different genres and stuff but i like that this feels really classic like old school captain old school it sounds weird to say but you know what i mean like original right. captain america movies mm-hmm. original movies were like winter soldier like was my favorite movie and this one was like winter soldier. military kind yes. of like stuff yeah i think that's very cool and um it's like a breath of fresh air especially after wandavision was so off so different yeah <laughs> so different mm-hmm. um i like how this is really sort of bringing us home to the heart of marvel yeah so yeah yeah um i'll say real quick um Shelly's already said a, a lot of a lot of good stuff that I, I had in my mind as well. Um, I really like what they're what they're doing with the the character we see towards the end, because we are oh, yeah. we already knew that character was going to be in it. Um, but I love the way they introduced him, and I thought I think that is going to be cool, um, yeah. because it's like despite everything that Sam uh, did at the beginning of that, basically the government's basically just like. Oh, but we, you know, we don't care. You know, like, we're going to do our uh-huh. own thing. And so, I, I don't know. I just think that's going to be... Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to what, how the show goes forward from there. And I also love how uh, the actor is uh, Wyatt Russell, who is the son of uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. So, I think oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That is oh, cool. Man. I love that. Yeah. So, and... and I, I already know we're just gonna hate this character. Like we're we're gonna yeah we're we're yeah. we're told to hate this character from that very moment. And I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm excited for to see what comes next. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. I was gonna say something and I realized it would be kind of spoilery. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know. We can we can move on to it. I'm really. I want to know what happens next. I hate that it comes out weekly. Oh, but I get it yep. because it keeps us talking mm-hmm. about it weekly. I want more. Uh, <laughs> so we'll get into the news then. And we got a couple different things going on here. Uh, first of all, we have some more details of the Last of Us TV show. We're kind of trying to figure out, uh, even on the podcast, uh, what this show might be, what we were kind of hoping this show might be. Uh, and so I don't know where you as a listener 
um, stand with that, but it is going to follow the first game story. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, the only thing that might, for the, for the purist out there, uh, some episodes are going to deviate from the actual game mm-hmm. story um, in big ways so that it won't be... It is not a retelling of the video game um, in that sense, because there are going to be things that are different. So you kind of might want to think of it as two different universes, I guess. Uh, um, I, I think... And not just a complete reimagining. I, I think they can do it between seasons. Like, that game is very spread out into the different seasons, so there's yeah, a definitely. lot of gaps they can fill. Uh, and so I think... I it, think what they meant by that, though, is that they're going to deviate the story from the, the game story uh, okay. in certain ways. Uh, I, I mean, so there's I, certain things that will happen in the game that will be kind of um, retconned, mm, I guess. I, I don't I, I don't think they should go that far. I think they can do some deviation as far as like the journey itself, but I don't right. really there's know. There's a lot that they can fill those seasons with. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't really think they would... I don't really know what they could retcon or what they should if they did, but there's not really much... Yeah, I'm not sure what they meant by it. There's not really much they can retcon, so I'm like... I think if they if, if they take liberties in the journey that they are going on, I think that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we'll see how it, how it goes. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, I still wish that it wasn't uh, a retelling of of the video game because I'm I'm in the boat where the video game exists to so go play the video game. Yeah. And give me something that I can watch supplementary. Yeah. Um, even if it would have been, that would have been really cool to have um, something that was just in between one of the seasons. Mm. And uh, made each season. I don't know. They could have done some cool stuff with it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited either way. I think it'll be cool. Hopefully they do well. Oh. It's going to be HBO Max. So a lot of. I just had a really cool that, idea. So. They could have done a show. I mean, people would be very upset. But they could have uh-huh. done a show on Abby's life uh, from Last of Us Two. Oh, yeah. People oh, would. Cool. People would have automatically hated it from the get go though. But that, that would have <laughs> been cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that you could put between the two games. Yeah. Um, there could have been story there, but that would have a, a finite ending, so I mean, you don't maybe not want to do that. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. There's a lot that they could do in the mm-hmm. middle of it, and maybe they will mm-hmm. once this first season. It sounds like it's going to finish up the game story. Yeah. So what do you do in season two? We don't really know. Maybe that's what they plan to do. Yeah, they they could stretch it out. Uh, I don't know if I mean it'll be years down the road. I don't know if they should or could get into Last of Us two. Because that mm-hmm. game is very set in a specific time frame, but it also goes into yeah. parts of their past because there's a large gap in between one and two. So I think if the show goes right. into that gap a lot more, I think that'd be cool too. Yeah. Mm. That might be what they're kind of doing. I didn't think about that mm. with it being, you know, the first season trying to finish up this first game. I don't know um, if they'll do that or not. Do with the rest of it. Yeah. Um, from the sounds of it, it is. Right. It will follow the first. And the second thing, big piece of news, I thought Berserker had been out for a while, but apparently it just came out like last week, you said? Uh, like, about a month ago, maybe, or a few weeks about a month ago. ago. Yeah, because okay. I, I got it. and it, I must have just read the announcements and thought that it was out. Yeah, I I haven't read it yet, but it sounds like I should. Yeah, so Berserker was, I believe, written uh, by Keanu Reeves. He definitely had his name attached to it. Yep. Is it? Does it say on there written it, by? Written by him and somebody else. Uh, so he's not the only okay. person. But I think they built this world and this character to be as if, like, if a movie did get made, that he could star in this role. Yeah, uh, he looks like the character Keanu Reeves yes. does. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think they had a, a pretty broad plan here because it takes a lot to get something greenlit. 
Um, it takes more than a month. Yeah. And the comic mm-hmm. book came out a month ago, and now he's got a movie and an animated show coming out on Netflix. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that he, it's just Keanu a Reeves lot. Is producing. Yeah. I, producing, starring in. Mm-hmm. It's like, on one hand, it, I'm glad it's something that's, like, original. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. it really just seems like, this is my pet project, and I have the money and the popularity to just make this happen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh. Like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I'm just not a Keanu Reeves stan, like, the entire internet is. <laughs> but everyone's just obsessed okay. so, with so check this reason. out so speaking of keanu reeves on stream on friday night when i was playing Fortnite, yeah uh I, I i went back to the lobby to get my buddy in the game and as soon as i saw the announcement pop up that he's back and i looked and it was john wick i bought that thing on stream the skin right away because nice. i was like this is uh, happening i was like <laughs> so yes I, I am, I am also a keanu <laughs> Uh, so the show is supposed to be, are the cop? I mean, the, I don't know the property. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be hyper violent. Yes. Um, it looks very like military looking. Yeah. I don't know much about the story besides that, but I'm assuming, um, Rambo meets John Wick. Yeah, I've heard him described as like a military like Wolverine type kind of a, you know, like, hence hence okay. the name Berserker. Uh, I I need to read yeah. this and report back because I have it. <laughs> Rambo John Wick sounds fitting then. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if it is breathtaking or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have to see. I think it's cool. I mean, go him. I also, Boom Studios, they do, um, Bravest Warriors, which for those who don't know is, it was a web series. Mm-hmm. Um, but the comic books are like, it, it's basically like Adventure Time. Yeah. Um, and it's art style. So I love the fact that they're making that Power Rangers and then something oh, like yes. this. Power, yeah, Power Rangers is so good, too. Like, I, oh, man. Yeah. It's just it's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. But, um, that studio is really booming right now. Yeah. When we get a trailer for <laughs> any of it, I'm sure that we will. Booming. <laughs> <laughs> when we get a trailer, I'm sure we'll react to it. We'll let you know our thoughts. Mm-hmm. But that is... That's it. Are we geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. Don't think so. My DNA test should be done within the next week. Nice. Nice. I'm excited about that, too. Um, but I won't be here Monday. You get a special, a secret special guest star. Yeah. Um, coming in. My mom's coming to town. I'm really excited. We're going to throw axes. That's something I'm geeking out about. <laughs> nice. Um, That's so fun. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Nice. Um, hiking, a bunch of different stuff. So... I guess we'll end it there. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming um, uh, Geeks Under Grace. Sorry. Twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace on Tuesday nights. I've been streaming Omori, which I didn't really talk about as another game I've been playing. It's a new game. When the moon hits your eye. I never played it before. It's essentially a blind playthrough, but you're not really supposed to say blind playthrough on Switch anymore. So I'm just saying it's a first time playing. As Um, somebody who is, you can. (laughs) I don't want to get trouble with Twitch. Nah. <laughs> uh, or us it's, in trouble. It's not even a tag right anymore, so. I guess that's true. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's a really interesting game. So definitely come by and uh, watch that, please, because I get scared. And it's kind of a scary <laughs> game, and I want company. <laughs> cool. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on all social media platforms at LJ. 
and streaming on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Grace. On Fridays, uh, Fortnite is becoming my primary thing. I'm embracing the Children's Battle Royale, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!